The following presentation has been prepared by the Video Tax News team for Canadian tax and financial professionals. Program recorded December 22nd, 2022. Enjoy! Welcome to the January edition of Life in the Tax Line. Welcome to 2023. Hugh, how are you doing? I'm still looking for 2022 because it Keep seems looking. to have just disappeared. And on the subject of things that seem to be missing, what are we missing today? I found him. Here he is. Here's Joe. Great work, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got a haircut. I like it. Uh, well, Kate, right around the end of the year, we always get our annual Christmas gift from the Department of Finance. Uh, sometimes I'd rather have had socks. Uh, here's the new auto limits for the coming year. But wow, this year, uh, as a reminder of what the price at the pumps has done, the numbers mm -hmm. went up quite a bit uh, for allowances we can deduct when we pay them to our employees up seven cents a kilometer to 68 cents for the first 5,000 kilometers in the year, 62 cents thereafter. Uh, I like the bigger deduction, but I'd really rather not be paying as much at the pumps if it was all the same to everybody involved. Uh, mm -hmm. The maximum depreciable cost for a passenger vehicle up again from 34 to 36,000. So that's up 20% from 2021 uh, with two years worth of increases. Similar bump to zero emission passenger vehicles. They're up to a $61,000 depreciable cost. And the one we're going to have fun tracking in practice, the lease limits up again. So $950 a month if you started the lease in 2023, 900 if you started it in 2022, 800 if it dates back to 2021 or prior. So we're going to have to start keeping a leasing spreadsheet to remember which vehicles have which limitations. Mm -hmm. Keeps it fresh, hey? It's always good to be exciting. Uh, Kate, one exciting thing for a lot of personal tax clients and their advisors uh, coming up soon is mm -hmm. that annual first installment reminder from CRA and the question, do I really have to send that much in on March 15th? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's an issue where we do get questions on that installment reminder that is based on your tax liability from the last two years, 2021 and 2022. But what if as you look at calendar 2023 as an individual, you don't think you're going to be earning as much as you did over the past few years? Can we not just reduce our installment payments? And the answer is you can do whatever you want. And there's actually a legislated rule that allows you to pay um, kind of a quarter or 25% of your estimated tax liability for the first for that current year. The problem arises is when you do that and you have a big, perhaps end of year taxable income inclusion. Maybe you have investments and your advisor triggers a big gain before the end of the year. Maybe you have a dividend declared before the end of the year that you weren't expecting. When that liability skyrockets, um, that means that we are going to have underpaid our installments for the earlier installments in that particular calendar year. So who cares? A little bit of interest uh, that we're going to have to pay. Well, in the past, it may have been a little bit of interest. But with the significant increase in the prescribed rates, the cost of that interest is going up markedly. For example, for that first quarter of 2023, that late interest is charged an annual rate of 8%. Likely that 8% is going to stick or maybe even increase over the rest of calendar 2023. So heads up there. But Hugh, that's not the only potential cost with respect to late installment payments. Well, if I miss by too much, 
I may end mm -hmm. up with a 50% penalty on a portion of that installment interest. Yeah. So that can get pretty expensive pretty fast. Uh, tack on 50% to 8%. Now we're talking 12%. Uh, yeah. And we're not quite at credit card rates yet, but rates don't have to go up much higher before we are going to see that kind of number. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's expensive to uh, not pay CRA on time. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Well, interest rates are up. Gas is up. Vehicle prices are up. Uh, I wish my investments would uh, follow suit, but... Often we're looking at situations where we might want to trigger losses. Maybe we had gains mm -hmm. this year or earlier years and we'd like to offset them. Uh, we will have seen a flurry of that activity in late 2022 as individual investors try and figure that out. But corporations have different year ends and they're thinking this through year round. But a reminder that what's good planning for some may not be good planning mm -hmm. for others. Uh, that corporation gets a capital dividend account and if it triggers losses and wipes it out, We've seen cases where it's actually way more expensive by the time you pull the cash out personally, where it would have been less expensive. Yeah. And we've got a good example in the article that we'll link up to this material, but uh, a good reminder that you gotta do the analysis before you jump to the conclusion that any given tax plan is suitable in your mm -hmm. particular mm -hmm. circumstances. Great point, Hugh. We're going to shift gears a little bit uh, and shift over to the Canada's COVID response. Earlier in December, we had the Auditor General re releasing its report reviewing CRA's compliance and verification activity related to over $200 billion of COVID benefits that were distributed. We're talking about CERB, CRB, the wage subsidy as a big one for those uh, businesses out there. And unsurprisingly, the Auditor General was very concerned about benefits being paid out to individuals' businesses that weren't entitled to the amounts. And that makes sense because of the policy decision right at the beginning of the pandemic, get the cash out to the people that need it, don't do those as much uh, prepayment checks. You can do the validation afterwards. Uh, so we have to do a lot more validation. Um, what specifically does the report indicate? And it estimated, as an example, that we think there's about $4.6 billion in payments made to individuals that we don't think uh, those individuals were entitled to those amounts. Further, the report estimated that we need to be looking at at least kind of in and around $27.4 billion that went out to various individuals, businesses in relation to these programs, as we think there might be a risk of overpayment there. So what has CRA done thus far? How is it going to go moving forward? Well, CRA has said, you know what, we've done a little bit of uh, this review work. We've talked about these audits. We've talked about these court cases over uh, the last number of months in this uh, life in the tax lane. Uh, but to give you a little perspective, uh, CRA has said, when we look at the wage subsidy, we have reviewed about $2.8 billion in those SUS payments. 200 million of those amounts have been uh, denied or redetermined, and we had about $11 million in penalties being assessed. So just kind of the tip of the iceberg right now related to those wage subsidy reviews. We're going to probably see a lot more work going forward. And in fact, CRA has said in a separate communication, they accept, expect these post-payment reviews to continue on till at least 2025. Uh, so a lot more review, audits, court cases, issues that are going to be arising over the next few years. 
Not surprising when you look at the scope of those numbers, Kate. And at least CRA has gone on record and saying, well, mm -hmm. we learned stuff from this. Mm -hmm. These attest-based programs need a little more upfront vetting, particularly when it's not disaster relief funding that people need to keep food on the table and a roof over their heads. So they're being a little more careful with things like that yeah. new dental benefit and housing payment, but uh, it's still pretty challenging. Uh, mm -hmm. Kate, we uh, often get questions on GST, HST. If you guess wrong, you can end up in a big bind. And we saw a recent court case in that regard where the question was, are we supposed to be collecting HST, 13% in Ontario, on tips? And the answer, of course, was it depends. Uh, when I just leave cash on the table for the server, no, that's a voluntary payment. It doesn't fit within the Excise Tax Act rules of consideration for a supply. But... In this case, it wasn't voluntary, it was mandatory. This was a mm -hmm. banquet facility and they tacked on an automatic 15% gratuity as part of the contract, but they didn't add GST to that. So that would be 1.95% of their revenues, if my math is right. And the court looked at that and said, no, when that's all part of the contract, one big payment for the service, it's all subject to mm -hmm. HST. So a pretty big cost for that unfortunate banquet facility. Mm -hmm. Another unfortunate issue we wanted to close with today, e-filing. Many of us out there may be accountants. We e-file tax returns for our clients. We know there's rules we have to follow in order to have the privilege of e-filing those tax returns. What we had this year was an individual whose e-file uh, privileges were revoked because she wasn't following the particular rules. What I found interesting here was the time frame that CR that individual was notified that CRA was reviewing their file and the actual revocation date. It was less than three months. Uh, for that period. Um, so heads up there, an incredible issue as a firm if you lose your e-filing ability, particularly important as we approach T1 season. So heads up there, let's do the, the dance and, and we'll talk next month. The Video Tax News team has been providing Canadian accounting professionals with practical tax information for over 40 years. Subscribe to one of our tax newsletters or join us as we present live and pre-recorded seminars relating to both personal and corporate tax. For more information, go to videotax.com. The preceding information is for general information purposes only and deals with dynamic, time-sensitive and complex matters that may not apply to particular facts or circumstances. Information provided should not be relied upon as a substitute for specialized professional advice in connection with any particular matter. For more information, go to videotax.com slash disclaimer. Copyright Videotax News Inc. 2022. All rights reserved.